Hi guys, my name's Sean and I'm the host of the NET Talks podcast. Today we've got the co-founder and CEO of the NET project, One Of. Now, One Of is a green NET project made for the musicians and the fans. Now, One Of recently got seed funding of $63 million to build their NET platform on the Tezos blockchain. Now, if you're interested in music, you're a fan of music, or you're an artist and you're into the NET space, this episode is the one for you. Now, make sure you subscribe and leave your comments and let's help build this NFT community. Welcome to NFT Talks. I am back with another episode and I'm here with a, an amazing guest. I'm so happy to have him on. He goes by the name of Lin Dao. He's a founder of One Off. So One Off is a green NFT platform for music musicians and for the fans. And it's about to disrupt the music industry uh, in, in a crazy way. And just to add to that, he's also teamed up with Quincy Jones. He's a music legend, worked with the likes of Michael Jackson, uh, Frank Sinatra, Eureka Franklin, the list goes on. So um, without further ado, just please introduce yourself, Lynn. Yeah, so uh, thank you for having me and uh, love uh, what's going on in this space. Thank you for joining me. Um, so, I mean, before we get into it, because I know you're short for time, I just want to know a bit about yourself. Um, I know you're no stranger to tech or the music industry. Uh, so if you could just give me a little short introduction about yourself uh, so everyone can understand where, where you're coming from before we get into uh, one-off. Yeah, so uh, I'm a tech nerd that started my first company out of my dorm room in, uh, uh, at Carnegie Mellon University in the first dot-com. Uh, we built a social network for teens, um, you know, four years before MySpace, five years before Facebook. Uh, so after that, I actually spent uh, many years over at uh, major media companies, uh, such as Alloy, that own Gossip Girl, Vampire Diaries, and also at radio groups such as MS Communications that owned uh, some legendary hip hop radio stations in the US, uh, such as Hot 97 in New York. Um, so, so really kind of uh, done both the, the startup thing and the major media company thing um, and really, you know, got into blockchain about five years ago, um, you know, through through one of my our VCs and, and my personal mentor, um, Bill Tai, um, who, who really turned me on to take a deeper look on how blockchain technology can help um, really change industries um, and, and about, you know, Two and a half years ago, started to follow what um, the guys at Dapper Labs are doing with with the blockchain cats, crypto kitties, right? So, um, so really saw kind of an opportunity how NFTs can can really reshape, um, you know, be a perfect kind of um, way to kind of for for fans to directly interact with artists in ways that um, never was able to to do before. Okay, so. The, you've so you've been in the NFT industry, but NFT space for quite a while. It's nothing new to you. Uh, you you so you you understand. You mentioned like obviously that Dapper Labs and these are guys of like kind of a the start of regards to making NFTs and being it get exposed and whatnot. But what what I want to hear about is how did you get to the whole point of starting one of them? Uh, it was involving music and NFTs and also collaborating and meeting with uh, Quincy Jones. How did that go about? Yeah, so so you know, from kind of you know, uh, two years ago, we 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 started exploring and think there is 
there's a great opportunity here, right? The NFT is a just a dis- digital authentication for any item. Um, and you know what traditionally was very hard to digitally authenticate, such as a, a piece of digital art or a piece of digital music. Now that's possible. So so we kind of envision a lot of different case, uh, use cases for music artists and and the music industry. Um, so we start building the technology and you know hit some roadblocks where. Uh, you know, Ethereum has, um, you know, some kind of scaling issues when it comes to, um, you know, high gas fees, right, which mm-hmm. is a huge issue. And also um, the, the, the environmental impact of uh, running a proof of work network. Um, so, so really had, a, had some breakthrough a year ago uh, when uh, we started looking at some uh, alternative um, blockchain platforms and, and, you know, we ended up uh, deciding to build our platform on top of Tezos. So Tezos is about um, 2 million times more energy efficient than Ethereum. It's proof of stake um, and doesn't require computers to solve very, com- you know, very intense computational puzzles in order to verify a transaction. Um, so, um, so you know, we, we, we really loved also the Tezos ability. It's the only self-amending blockchain, right? Which means it can upgrade the entire blockchain without a hard fork. Um, so that's, that's actually like, you know, it's the only blockchain we know that can do that, uh, which is really exciting that, which means Tezos can always stay kind of ahead of the game, uh, you know, with the latest innovation in the blockchain space in general. So, um, so with that, I called up, um, one of my really good friends, um, Josh James, uh, who became one of my co-founders and uh, you know successful entrepreneur in his own right, you know sold one of his company to Warner Music Group and and sold his most recent company to uh, Media Rights Capital, which owned Billboard, uh, Variety, Hollywood Reporter, etc. So, um, so so I called Josh and you know I was like Josh is a lot you know I was like dude. Do you know what an NFT is, right? So he he didn't know. I explained it, and he immediately got it. Uh, on that call, he was like, "We should call Adam, right?" So Adam is also Josh's good friend, who is uh, Quincy Jones' partner, uh, okay. president of Quincy Jones Productions. So um, so Josh calls Adam, and you know Adam's question is like, "What is an NFT, right?" So um, so but very quickly, you know, once we explained. What a technology can do and also how we are approaching it uh, we're building kind of not only an nft platform um but for profit but like but it's an nft platform that that first and foremost is environmentally friendly that is mm-hmm. artist friendly and fan friendly so so you know that's something that is really near and dear to um everything quincy has done uh throughout his life so so adam was um you know, very excited, brought us to Quincy and, and we decided to uh, to partner together on this on this project. Okay, so it seems like obviously you've covered, you've taken a stance where you've covered a lot of things, I think in regards to obviously the environmental friendly, I think that's a major issue um, and a major thing that's talked about within the NFT space. I know that even when the, I think it was Kings of Leon, when they dropped their album, they got a lot of pushback from their fans about the environment side exactly. of it. So um, the fact that you're even covering that and, and thinking ahead, I think that's that's great. Um, I think that's going to solve a lot of problems. Um, what I really want to ask yourself is, I want people because a lot of the people that listen or, or follow myself, um, are creators, and uh, or people in, new people into the space, how do you explain to somebody um, how this actually works? I mean, because you the first question is what is an NFT, um, which 
once you find out that but how does it what benefits it was what benefits would a, an artist get what benefits would a, a fan get from one off so from two perspectives if you're an artist what what benefits what you've got to offer an artist and how would it work yeah so um you know the the most basic uh function for nft right it is a um it you know it's 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 a few pieces of digital code uh, that sits on a blockchain that's mm -hmm immutable, meaning it cannot be changed, right? And it, it serves as a uh, digital proof of authenticity for just about any, um, you know, digital item or, or could be physical item as well. So um, so why, why is this important? So if you think about, um, you know, old school art artists, right? So you can basically paint one painting and it can be authenticated. It's a physical painting that's only one copy in the world. It's very hard to do for digital art or digital music because you can, you know, very easily the user can, you know, right click and copy and make another copy of it. So yeah. the idea using a NFT token, you can authenticate. There could be a thousand digital copies of the, you know, a, a, a copy of the Mona Lisa, but then there's there's only one that is authenticated by you know by by this NFT right so um, so the Mona Lisa example is like you know I can I can go on the internet I can download a copy of the the painting I can print it out on my printer and and put a very nice frame around it and put it up in my living room all my guests knows right that authentic copy is over at the loop so this is this is kind of the the digital version of that so that opens up a whole new um, um, possibility. So art music artists specifically uh, no longer have to sell their work for uh, 99 cents on Apple Music, right? So so there are fans that really appreciate your work. This is like a, getting a limited edition autograph copy of your CD. You can still, you know, certainly, you know, this doesn't does not replace streaming, um, but but you can now give your super fans uh, something really special. And even if you're a emergent artist that really maybe you have a uh, hundred fans that's willing to you know pay fifty dollars each for a copy of your new or latest music, um, you know that that's you know that sure you can listen to it on stream, but, but I can collect something, right? So this is a digital collectible, um, and uh, so so that's something that offers the artist a way to directly now monetize your work. Um, at the value they deserve to be monetized directly with your fans that want to support you. That 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 was not available on any previous digital music platforms. Um, so this is a new technology that enables that, which is very exciting. Now the challenge of that is, um, you know, most of the NFT platform before that launched before one of are built on the Ethereum technology, which is great technology for for many many uh, use cases. But specific for NFT. Um, because Ethereum blockchain has such a high transactional fee, so creating an NFT on the Ethereum blockchain costs anywhere between seventy-five to one hundred fifty dollars. If you hear uh, the term minting fees, right, that's the cost to create an NFT. What that means is an artist have to price their NFT for three hundred dollars or five hundred dollars in order to to make a profit on selling this, right? Otherwise, you know. If, it costs you $150 to create something you can't sell it for $50. Um, so that creates a problem because, um, you know, your your true fan are not usually the richest fans, right? Mm -hmm. So so you really want to be able to price your 
uh, work uh, at an affordable level where a lot of many, many of your fans can engage. Uh, so that's not possible on today's, um, you know, many of today's platforms. So, so we aim to solve that problem. So we basically have, um, you know, use a combination of technology and plus we subs further subsidize uh, the transaction fees where artists will pay zero to make zero dollars to create an NFT, which means artists can price their NFTs for a dollar so their true fans can can get it, right? Or, or even free, give it away, right? Yeah. As an engagement tool. Uh, so we think that is very much uh, just as important as the environmental angle. Um, the low cost NFT is, is something we are very passionate about because this is about helping artists connecting with their true fans, um, not their richest fans. Yeah, and I think that is is something that's really valuable, which I talked about with Jen before. This is about the community is is going to be the main thing for NFTs, isn't it? And I mean, there's a lot of artists that maybe have their 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 true fans, maybe a hundred fans, and when they get famous, as you, as you call it, and and a mass scale, them say them same fans will call them sellouts. But let's say that you brought an NFT when they first cut, they came out. Uh, how much would that NFT be worth five years down the line? Uh, for that artist, which you, it could be, as a collectible, it could be worth a lot of money, couldn't it, for, for a fan? Yeah, so, you know, artist fans always keep you honest, right? So, <laughs> you know, there are certainly major artists that announced uh, NFT drops on, on other platforms before and got immediate pushback on, on one of those two things. One is, um, you know, like, you, how, how can you say you, are, um, you care about the earth while, you know, minting an NFT that takes the power, that uh, energy that powers the US host for two days just to mint an NFT? How can you, you know, reconcile that, right? The fans will call you out on Twitter on that. And the second thing is, like, you only care about your richest fans. What about the rest of us? Yeah. Uh, so those are things no major or emerging artists want to um, you know, appear to their fans to, to be right. So, 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 you know, I think we really solved that problem. Um, you know, getting your, getting the, the first edition of your favorite artist, maybe it's a, you know, you're the first 1000 fan that knows about this artist. It's like mm -hmm. collecting the Michael Jordan rookie card, right? So your artist, your artist can certainly win a Grammy maybe three years from now, uh, and you get to participate on, on, on that whole journey. So. Yeah, that's amazing. And obviously it's a bit of a, a bit of clout, isn't it? A bit of like saying, look, I was the first one to know about this art and you've got the proof for it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so what I'm also interested in hearing about is obviously what's going on now. Um, obviously you go on the site, you've got artists like Whitney Houston, you've got John Legend, you've got TLC. What kind of thing, what kind of NFTs you got in plan to drop? Like, and what, what kind of things have fans got to look out for? Like what, how do they purchase it and whatnot? Yeah, so we, we announced about a dozen artists, about 12 artists uh, in our first announcement. There's um, many bigger, um, you know, big and emerging artists who are about to announce uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, so, so right now, as a fan, you can basically go to oneof.com and sign up for our waiting list. So you'll be the first to be notified on when these drops start to happen. Uh, we are also kind of behind the scenes working very closely with each of the artists to kind of tweak and fine tune the what is the actual drop. So every artist, as you can imagine, really, this is a new creative uh, vertical. So every music artist want to one up each other, right? So yeah. it's not just like dropping like, uh, you know, 
an unreleased track. It could be like, hey, what what is a gamified experience for my fans? Each artist is a little bit different, right? And thinking very differently. And you know, some artists are thinking about kind of how, where art and music come, like come together. Some artists are thinking about kind of experiences. Wouldn't it be cool to win like, you know, uh, tickets on every stop of the tour. Uh, so so there's a lot going on here. So so we are kind of um you know really kind of also uh looking at the um, mathematically what makes sense as the different addition right so so you know how how do we price it and, and how many nft to mint while still create and maintain that scarcity um and limit addition uh, feeling while still make it accessible to a lot of fans at a low price point so okay and what what kind of value does quincy jones bring because i know he's worked with like i said Every, pretty much anybody that anyone famous and whether they're here or not like because like so michael jackson so have we got things to look forward coming to one of like even i mean i don't know if michael jackson or frank sinatra but have we got anything down the lines of that well i mean i i i can't comment on details but i'll tell you quincy uh is the kind of the history of american music right so everything from jazz to you know the 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 beginning days of hip-hop to to now um so you know i think and, and quincy is the you know one of the um most grammy winning um producers ever so uh i can tell you quincy at quincy's house there's literally a vault and inside the vault there is another vault inside the vault and that's where all the super exclusive limited edition, like, you know, never before heard, you know, music and content uh, is where, you know, uh, my, my, my partner, Adam, um, is, uh, is really looking into finding curating, right? And, and um, you know, we're, we're digging through the vault and I think there's so much content there. I think Quincy's drop will be, um, not only, you know, we're thinking a very, um, you know, long-term view of this. It's not just one drop. It's a collection of, it's a series of drops, right? That tells a story of, you know, American music or, or something from, from the eyes of the, you know, one of the most legendary um, um, participants and, and producers, creators, even, you know, uh, for the last kind of um, 70, 80 years. Okay. So another thing, another question I'm gonna I want to ask Lynn is, and these reason I'm asking this question is because I'm really at the ground level. I really get down to the ground level, going through the comments and speaking to people in the comments when things drop. You've got artists like Whitney Houston, um, who isn't here with us today. Um, I know that when there was a, a drop with Kobe Bryant, uh, people was like saying, "Look, what? How are you making money off somebody that's dead?" Is is it going back to their state and so on? There's a so a lot of pushback on that. How does it work with artists that are not here with us today? Yeah, absolutely. So you know, music rights are you know are are usually controlled by uh, the state, um, and sometimes the state and the label or the state and the publishing company, right? So we work with all the necessary parties. So um, so certainly. Um, you know, for an artist that's not with us, um, you know, a, a very, you know, large part of this is working with the estate to make sure, um, you know, it's it's not a transaction, right? It's really, mm -hmm. for the most part, about preserving their legacy and how do we take it to the next level? How do we do it in a respectful way? Um, so, but, you know, some of these artists have, um, 
you know, the, their content during their lifetime that was um, really meaningful and important uh, that people should uh, remember. Um, and, and, and then there are also content that's um, kind of um, the world has not even experienced it, right? So, yeah. um, so, so, so there's a lot to kind of uh, work through what is the right uh, curation, but that's done directly with the estate. Right, so. Okay, okay. thank you for answering that. Um, another question I wanted to um, kind of look into, and it's a bit more of a technical question, is, is you know the tokens that you're using uh, to produce these NFTs, uh, the ECR, the ECR721s, or are they 1155s uh, for the mass? I mean, or is it both? Yeah, it's not, it's neither. So okay. we, built right. our, we built our NFT tokens are going to sit on the Tezos blockchain. So mm -hmm. Tezos has a... Uh, token standard that is called FA2. So FA2 is 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 similar but more advanced than 1155, right? So it, it's, yeah. it could be a fungible or it could be a non-fungible token uh, standard built into one. Uh, so in, in many ways, 1155 kind of uh, follows a lot of the um, the 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 great points uh, mm -hmm. in FA2. Um, so so it's 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 a different uh, but similar token standard, but it's on a completely different blockchain. So um, you know, Ethereum for the time being is still proof of work, very energy intensive, very high cost. Uh, so Tezos has been a proof of stake, you know, network that's successfully running for its mainnet for over three years, uh, have gone through six upgrades successfully uh, and, and, you know, both lower the transaction costs, but also incorporated some of the, uh, the best ideas from other NFT specific blockchain such as uh, Flow, which is what um, kind of Dapper Labs um, NBA Top Shot runs on. So, okay, and it, it, would you say that you, I know you mentioned Flow a few times now, uh, and have you? Would you say that you've kind of taken a bit of uh, ideas from everybody's productions, like Crypto Kitties and the Top Shots and the one, and tried to introduce these into one off and tried to implement the positives and take away the negatives? Is that the way you've approached this project? Yeah, absolutely. I mean. Uh, you know, Dapper guys and Rohan are amazing entrepreneurs and technologists, and certainly there's a lot uh, we, you know, we're, we learned and a lot we are constantly learning from their project, right? So, um, so, so, so what they have done uh, for basketball is just incredible. Um, and, and it gave us the confidence that like, hey, you know, the true fans really, um, don't care as much which blockchain it, it, the NFT runs on, right? So that's the biggest question. Like, you know, if we build this platform on a different blockchain, would that be a big problem for 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 fans and collectors? Um, NBA Top Shot has proven that you know it's the biggest single biggest like NFT project so far, um, and it doesn't have to be on Ethereum, right? So so that gave us the confidence to really you know pick uh, our partner. Uh, carefully, which is, you know, Tezos and non-Ethereum partner. Uh, and, you know, and, and Dapper has done a great job uh, and probably the best out there about gamifying the experience. Right? Yeah. So, so, um, so and, and building a community as well, right? So it's, it's people that really like on drop, they get together, <laughs> stay, stay standing in line for hours for that drop. So, so, uh, you know, a lot of that is, is, you know, kind of great product building and, um, and, and, you know, a, a long-term commitment to the community. So th that's, that's something we really, um, you know, are, are trying to uh, make sure that's part of our ethos as well, right? Like the commitment to community, 
uh, really listen to the community. And I think we can do that even in a better way, uh, just because um, you know each artist will 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 kind of bring in and bring their community to the platform, and um, and our you know our entire platform is built on um, the ability for um, not only to allow um, kind of crypto enthusiasts to transact, but also allow non-crypto native people to to start participating in this ecosystem without having to learn so much about like, you know, how to create your wallet and private key and what happens if you lose it. Um, so so we're building a, a kind of a UI UX that's kind of um, meant for the average music fan, um, not the, you know, soup, you don't have to be super savvy crypto, um, you know, user to enjoy our platform. And I think that's going to be key. Uh, I think that's something that you've that's like I said, Dapper Labs Incorporated is making it easier to purchase these NFTs. Um, and I think that that's when you're going to get the mass, obviously, uh, the mass coming in to, to purchase NFTs because in order for this space to grow, we need more people in it, don't we? Uh. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think our, you know, our big goal is really like, it's, it's you know, NFTs as music collectibles, it's just the tip of the iceberg, right? So what we really want to do is, uh, help the next 100 million non-crypto native users uh, to come onto blockchain and have that welcome and easy and enjoyable experience. Um, and and that's you know I would say the you know early adopters doesn't necessarily always have that like nice smooth experience, right? Yeah. So because because the 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 application you are introduced to blockchain usually is. Is trading right so and and that's a very volatile um and perhaps not for everyone um uh, as the first introduction to blockchain so um so so we're you know we're, we're kind of looking at you know we were big believers of uh what blockchain technology can do for uh empowerment for the average user right so it just kind of like hey we're, we're kind of nft is kind of the gateway to the rest of the blockchain world uh, and, and we want to make that experience great for, for users. Thank you. Uh, and just to round it off, uh, Lily, just one question I want to ask yourself because you're very experienced in this space is what do you think is the next big industry apart from music? Cause music is definitely is, and it is already happening is what do you think is the next big thing within the NFT space industry wise? Is it fashion? Is it gaming? Is it? Yeah. You know, I think, uh, you know, both sports and music are just in the beginning stages, yeah. right? So we're, we're just scratching the surface here. There is, there is a lot, um, you know, NBA top shot is great, but that's like one of maybe six or seven major sports verticals in the world. Um, and, 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 you know, and, and NFTs is a lot more than just um, trading cards, right? Can do a lot more. Um, so, so, you know, I think music also, we are, we have, a lot of plans, um, but but there's a lot of application around how NFTs or, or blockchain technology in general can uh, advance music and the experience between artists and fans. Um, I think beyond that, um, you know, I think what's really exciting is um, I'm really kind of starting to be reading to the idea of, um, you know, there's a physical world and there's, you know, a lot of talk about the metaverse, yeah. um, but I'm actually really interested in kind of how um, a hybrid, right? So, what is what is the 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 AR version of that? What okay. is what is how is NFT going to allow you to engage with 
uh, you know, digital assets, but kind of uh, that brings some cool functionality to your physical world. Uh, I think there, there's a lot there, right? So it's like, you know, I don't, I don't think we can all, we're definitely at a place right now. It's your world is not just 100% physical, uh, but also, you know, I, I think we're still quite a bit away from kind of the matrix days where you're 100% living in kind of a virtual reality, right? So, so how does how do we bring these, um, you know, cool content from your favorite artists, celebrities, fashion into this kind of hybrid, uh, physical, digital kind of uh, augmented reality kind of way that that's you know uh, that's really engaging. So. Do you think, um, sorry, just to back of that, I just have to, just have to ask you one more question. Um, do you think, based on what you've said, do you think things like gamifying the way we buy music could be could play a part? So let's say that you talked about AR, AR. Let's say that you only could listen to a certain track if you find it, uh, and there's a map to find that song, or you attach it to a piece of clothing uh, that it, 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 out of ten, out of five hundred pieces of clothing to be one with that QR code in there that would link back to the piece of music and, and that kind of side of it. Do you think there's space for that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's where everything is going, right? If you think about the size of the gaming industry and the yeah. size of the music industry, uh, it's not because music has less fans. It's because, you know, I think music up to now is kind of lazy, right? It's, it's, yeah. it's a recorded song. You can kind of, you know, listen to it and, and that's kind of all you can do with it. You can't really interact with it, right? So we're, we're, we're stuck at a, like a 1980s formula. At best, like, you know, there's some really great video that's being created. Yeah. Um, gamifying experience is the future, right? So like mm. everything is gamified, like buying stocks is gamified, right? Yeah. So that's why Robinhood is, is so en engaging and, and growing so fast. Um, so, you know, so I think every, um, and NBA Top Shot certainly did a great job for for the fans to really uh, have that gamified experience, right? So so you know so I think it's um, yeah, music has a lot to learn, um, and you know, movie industry has a lot to learn from the gaming industry, right? So, thank you, thank you. Well, Lynn, I know you're short for time. Uh, I appreciate the time that you spent to come on here and talk to me about obviously one off and a, and a bit about the NFT space. Um, I look forward uh, to the drop uh, of obviously one of when is that for you? The date is that date when you can actually drop your first. Uh, we haven't announced it yet, okay. uh, but you know we'll, we'll announce that um, very soon. So. Okay, well I'll, I'll definitely keep an eye out for that, and I'll keep everyone posted. Uh, but lucky once again, thank you, time. Look forward to seeing what one of uh, has got to offer for everybody. Uh, and thank you everyone for listening uh, and stay tuned and make sure you go check out um, have, you, have you got do you anyone follow, follow your actual social uh, or is it just solely just a one-off yeah you can um, you can go uh, to oneof.com and yeah. um, you know sign up for the wait list so, so yeah. you'll be the first to know when we uh, start dropping these uh, amazing um, uh, artists NFTs and uh, and you can follow me uh, on social at it's the points die so t-h-e points d-a-i okay thank you well thanks again lynn uh take care and uh, i'll speak to you soon great thank you for having me now guys that's the fourth episode of the nft talks podcast the fourth one uh yes i'm amazing at maths and, and we've still got a lot more to come thank you for all the support so far across all platforms so that's the instagram the twitter um the youtube 
Um, and also, obviously, I've just recently gone to TikTok. So if you're a TikTok fan, make sure you follow us on the, the TikTok account, which is just NFT Talks. Most importantly, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Show us some love. Anybody that you know is in the NFT space who wants to learn about NFTs, share this podcast. Mm -hmm.